Hi there, this is Luke. You know me from being the guy who's about to introduce the podcast you're listening to. How you doing? Um, you might notice that we're only talking about four games this week. Um, we originally recorded uh, a whole podcast where we did five games. But the thing about the fifth one, which you might be able to tell from the way... All of the wind is completely out of our sails during the sign-off part of the show. Is that um, it was garbage. And it was a level of garbage that um, I think we don't need to highlight on Let's Plays. Um, garbage is honestly too soft of a word for it. It was um, vile. It was, let's say, evil. Let's go with that. Uh, any real negative word I don't think would be too strong for the game. And uh, I am pointedly not using its name. Um, because I think that it was a game made at least in part for gross shock value back when it was made, I think sometime in the 80s. Doesn't matter. Um, and... Uh, I think it's of a type of game that exists exclusively to make people angry at it so that people will talk about it. And um, we're going to not do that for it, actually. Um, one of the kind of jokey conceits of Let's Place is that, ostensibly, this list would someday be a comprehensive ranked list of every video game ever made, right? Um, but... We've also talked about the fact that we will literally die of old age before that's even close to being completed. Um, and because of that, because we can't finish this job with a mortal amount of time, we get a little bit of say in what games we prioritize and which ones we highlight. So we're just not going to talk about ones that are miserable to talk about that are incapable of generating funny conversations because they're so disgustingly bad that even um, raking them over the coals is dignifying them with a level of attention that they just don't deserve. And in thinking about this and deciding to make this call for this episode, it occurred to me that all of this logic also applies to a game we've placed before, uh, which is Custer's Revenge. And, uh, I think for that reason, we're also striking Custer's Revenge from the list. Because, again, it's, uh, disgusting. It was made to generate shock and make people talk about it with outrage. And, um, it is a game that can never generate a fun or funny or interesting conversation. So it's really useless to us for our purposes here, because fundamentally this is supposed to be a comedy show that maybe occasionally dips its toe into actual criticism. So yeah, uh, the game we placed this week is gone, and uh, Custer's Revenge is also gone, which means that as of this recording, the list is at a weird number, only 328. Um, so to make up for that, Next week's episode is going to be a little longer than normal, and we're going to cover seven games to plug that hole and prove that there are so many 
fun or funny or interesting video games out there, or even interestingly shitty video games, uh, that we can just talk about those ones and never run out of content for this show. So, yeah. Sorry about the, the shorter episode this week, but we're making up for it with an extra long one next time. Uh, enjoy the show! Don't accidentally do things you'll later regret. Oh no, you did. Hello, and welcome to Let's Place. That was a bad sync clap. Oh well. <laughs> My name's Luke. I'm the guy that hosts this here podcast show, and I got co-hosts with me like Chelsea. Hello. And Crystal. That's me. This is the podcast where we objectively and scientifically rank every video game ever made according to quality. And to do that, we got the help of two very special guests. We got Ashley with us. Hello! And we got Gary, even. Hey there. We have currently placed so many games. (laughs) 320? 325. 325. That's too many. That's too many. There's a lot of video games out there, Gary. When are we going to start culling them? (laughs) Only when we're done. This does not actually count as a video game. It does not deserve to be on the list. Oh, that happened already. Yeah. Okay, I missed it. Justice for Trivia Murder... Not Trivia Murder Party. Make your own murder party. (laughs) Trivia Murder Party is a different game. Yeah, it is. But yeah, we have five more games, and as if on cue, the fourth host of Let's Place, my dog showed up, and uh, has a tennis ball, and he just Aww. dropped it for me to pick up and throw, but he it rolled under my desk, where I can't reach it, and he's just staring at it forlornly. Aww. Sorry, but I can't help you, I can't reach down there, it's too tight of a fit. You can look at me like that all you want. Should we talk... Should we, should we wait till it comes up on the list, or should we talk about... No, I think that's an incredible now. segue to talk about uh, the best... We haven't placed it yet, but it's the best video game. It is... Help! My large dog is being affectionate, and I need to record my objective video game ranking podcast. <laughs> Which is a Let's Place fan game uh, published by... Um, I'm trying to find their name. They're listed on their uh, Itch.io page as FuturePerf. But I'm trying to see if they have uh, an, an actual name I can credit them with. But it's, uh, it's a video game that simulates being the host of Let's Place. They might try- be FuturePerfect on Twitter. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that might be their name. That's entirely possible. Yeah, it is. It's really incredible. <laughs> you can find it at... Okay, it's FuturePerf.itchy.io slash and then it's help my large dog is being affectionate and i need to record my objective video game ranking God, podcast really? <laughs> with dashes between all of the words with hyphens rather. you could probably find it from their itio page probably my guess is that's how it would work but uh it's a really incredible game and they did an awesome job on it and i love them and we will at one point objectively rank it Yes, it is on the listener suggestion list. Who knows where we'll end up? 
but maybe rock bottom, and then that'd be <laughs> Chelsea was <laughs> Chelsea was hesitant to put it on this list because she was worried if we ranked it low, it would be very insulting to someone who did something very cool for us. But that's not how this works. <laughs> anyway, um, I'm gonna kick this dog out real quick, and then we're gonna talk about these five games. Okay. Come on, bud, let's go. How's everyone having a good day? How's everyone? Yeah, they. I got to make a dick joke at work. Nice. Ooh. Oh man, just broke my headphones. Good thing they're cheap. <laughs> uh, uh oh. Yep, the headband just snapped. I've got a big head. <laughs> Luke, that I know this place is getting popular, but. <laughs> no, no, I just have a physically large skull. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> I love your big head. <laughs> really, just a lot of romance here. <laughs> anyway. I mean, I wasn't going to bring it up, but since you did. Right, yeah. No, I've, I've got a gigantic Do you need head. to, like, tape your headphones? No, they're kind of, they only sort of partially broke, so I think they'll okay. be okay for now. Okay. Anyway, we're placing five new games this week. We're talking th this time. We're talking about Solar Flux. We're talking about Memories Off After Rain Volume One or Rizuru. We're talking about Blair Witch Volume One, Rustin Parr, and we're talking about Biathlon Two Thousand Six. Go for gold. So our first game is Solar Flux. This is a game that came out on Android, iPad, iPhone, Linux, Macintosh, and Windows. Uh, it came out in 2013, and it's a 2D arcade game set in 2107, and gravity plays an important role. A player controls a spaceship and tries to rescue dying suns. Whoa. Whoa. He must collect plasma in the environment and then shoot it at the suns to restore them. I don't think that's how that works. At the same time, the ship no. must avoid... I guess I don't. Okay. At the same time, the ship must avoid being in the rays of the stars. When the ship overheats and the temperature exceeds a critical value, the game is over. The game also ends when the ship crashes into a meteorite. Fuel is also limited. Control the ship uses asteroids-like elements with acceleration of the ship through thrust and inertia. This actually sounds like it might be kind of fun. Kotaku said it was groovy. Yeah, this sounds kind of cool, actually. I'm looking at some of the screenshots, and they do have like a really cool, distinct look. Yeah, so it's like... You can see that you're very close to the sun, and you have to, like, dodge between planets and meteorites to, like, stay in the shade so that you don't overheat while you're collecting the, the bits to shoot into the sun. That's actually pretty cool. Did any of you play that, like, Windows 95 era game called Clockworks, where you were, like, a, a grandfather clock pendulum moving around a maze? Because that's what this is reminding me of, looking at it. Okay, okay. Nobody heard of this? No. no. I'm going to no. have to add it to your list of games to rank. I guess so. Wow, I just looked back at our at my the, the Skype chat, and there's sure just a screenshot of the kids from Dragon Ball Z with the faces of the dog and the little girl from Full Metal Alchemist as they're getting ready to do the fusion dance. That's something. Welcome. Yeah, thanks. <sighs> It doesn't even make any sense because the fusion dance separates after 30 minutes. Yeah, Ashley. 
They should be using the Patara earrings. Well, the Patara earrings are not actually permanent unless you are a Supreme yeah, Kaioshin. I, yeah, what, which makes, so, listen, we can't get into that right now. Let's talk about Dragon Ball. No, we talked Bruce about Falcon it so much. Bruce is the greatest composer ever, ever to live. We've talked about it so much before we started recording. We can't subject everyone to more Dragon Ball. So yeah, this game was kind of that there's it's more. Pretty. Yeah, it's got a nice look to we it. Conclude that there's that there's more forms of Goku than there is uh, women in Dragon Ball. Yeah, which is boy, oh boy. <laughs> Uh, and now everyone's gonna be checking our math on that one. Wait, no, I thought the woman be- barely beat it out. Like, it, but we were very generous. Yeah, we were counting like fusions of women as separate characters, and not counting like subforms of. Listen, we can't. I just said we can't do this. <laughs> Damn it, Crystal. Uh, anyway, we are talking about Solar Flux versus Game One Hundred Sixty Two. Crystal, how does it fare against Chameleon Twist, the N sixty four? puzzle action platformer where you're a weird chameleon man that uses his tongue to solve puzzles and fight monsters. I think Chameleon Twist is a more unique concept, so I'll, I'll vote for that game. Okay, Ashley. Yeah, uh, it's close, because Solar Flux actually does look really cool. Yeah. It looks like something that I actually even may download. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Chameleon one also does seem cool. I'm actually, I'm gonna go Solar Flux because I wouldn't I'm not going to go out and try to play the Chameleon game, but I think I'm going to go try to play Solar Flux. Okay. Uh, Chelsea. Uh, my, my gut says Solar Flux. Okay. That is two for Solar Flux. Uh, Gary. I'm also going to go with Solar Flux. The little bit video I'm seeing of it looks really cool with like using asteroids to build up momentum and then swoop around. Oh, are you like slingshotting around them with gravity and stuff? Yeah, that looks like Mm -hmm. the... The crux that of does that. sound really cool, actually. Shit! <laughs> I might need to go play this game later. Uh, Alright, yeah, Solar Flux takes it and moves up to number 81. Gary, how does it compare to Europa Universalis 4, a strategy game set in a fantastical Europe, I think? Uh, let me quickly Google that one. It's like one of those games that hardcore strategy people really like, but then... This looks like you're Risk. Not, yeah, it kind of the maps look a, a little, little risky. Like risk. I don't like the, it. What's the name of the game? <laughs> Europa Universalis Four. I'm gonna go with Chill Space Game. All right, that's one for Solar Flux, Ashley. Yeah, you know, I know that just realistic versions of Europe are really big right now. Uh, oh <laughs> boy, yeah. Oof. Uh. But yeah, this, this isn't doing anything for me. Even like in strategy games, this isn't what I want. I know there are people okay. who do want this. Sure. But uh, I'm going to go with Solar Flux. Okay. Chelsea. Yeah, I got to go with Solar Flux. All right. Crystal. Yeah, I don't like Monopoly, so I'll go for Solar Flux. <laughs> All right. Solar Flux keeps rising. Like the temperature like of the sun. Monopoly. We played Dragon Ball Z Monopoly at Pack South. That happened. That's true. Wait, guys, want to talk about <sighs> Dragon Ball? <laughs> yeah. What was, what was Boardwalk? Uh, Goku. What? Yeah. You bought you bought what? characters, I think, rather than. Yeah, the properties were it just seemed, the characters. It seemed like the 
the well, thing we of the game was like recruiting people for uh, like a jail. fighting team maybe it should have been hope for infinite losers they fucked up what were you <laughs> like what were the pieces moving around i figured that would be where goku would be uh it was like a dragon ball the dragon radar vegeta's armor uh these Master are some Roshi's bad decisions <laughs> anyway uh you know what else is a bad decision talking more about dragon ball the thing about the home for infinite losers is that God. it was not actually in the manga i yes thank yeah, you crystal crystal. <laughs> crystal how does solar flux compare to bomberman 64 a puzzle action game where you play as a weird little bomb boy that goes around exploding things like blocks and other people this is, this is bomberman this is bomberman yeah i'll vote for bomberman all right that's one for bomberman chelsea uh skip me for a second okay uh ashley what what bomberman is this this is Bomberman 64, the Nintendo 64 Bomberman. I played the shit out of this game as a kid. Hell yes, you did. Uh, it's really interesting because it's like an adventure game rather than like a uh, like normal Bomberman game. Uh-huh. And so you have to do like a lot of like there are different types of bombs and there's lots of different yeah. like puzzles you have to solve. I thought this game was the shit. It's probably not great now, but I loved it as a right. kid and that makes it... Uh, scientifically better okay yeah that came i listen i'm with you uh that's two for bomberman uh gary i'm gonna go with bomberman all right that's three for bomberman so solar flux continues to move up and Wait. i'm going to pause no. for a moment no what well, see this is why people are here to listen to me and tell me when i say idiot things like that one sorry we're having weird technical issues with skype that i'm trying to juggle while doing this I was typing the right thing into the, the program, so that's, you know, that's something. <laughs> your actions were right, but your words were wrong. Yeah, so in the anime adaptation, they had the idea of hell is the one universal hell for the entire universe, uh -huh. where all the villains hang out together. Yeah. But then in Dragon Ball Super, which is canonical, they had a new idea of uh, each uh -huh. planet having its own form of hell for whoever bad died on that planet. Anyway. I think We're this is Chelsea's moving... form of hell. <laughs> <laughs> We're moving down to number 60. Uh, Gary, how does Solar Flux compare to Lollipop Chainsaw, the uh, action game by Suda51, where you play as a sexy cheerleader with a chainsaw that goes on a rampage in a zombie apocalypse world to get her boyfriend's headless body back? I think I'd rather chill out in space. All right. I just want to have a cool space adventure right now. Yeah. Ashley. Uh, like almost every other Suda51 game, uh -huh. I like the idea of Lollipop Chainsaw more than I actually like sure. playing it. Yeah. Uh, well, I am super into the idea of Solar Flux right now, so... <laughs> sure. All right, that's two for Solar Flux. Chelsea. Uh, yeah, Solar Flux. All right, Crystal. Solar Flux. All right. Solar Flux moves back up to number 50. Crystal, how does it compare to Ray Tracers, the PlayStation 1 racing game where you're a cool sports car and drive down a road real fast? You got to make good time because the leftover time you have at the end has got to be used to fight bosses like helicopters and tanks with your sports car. I'll look for Solar Flux. Okay. Chelsea. Uh, Ray Tracers. All right. Ashley. 
I'm going to go with Ray Tracers. Okay. I, yeah. Yeah, Gary. I think we got a tie. I want Solar Flex. Hmm. Mm. Ray Tracers is a lot of fun. I have played it. It's I, I've seen good. you play it. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I've heard you talk about playing it. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Bleh. I think the gravity thing in Solar Flux kind of has me sold, though. I think I got to go with Solar Flux. Uh, which means it is moving up to number 45. Gary, how does it compare to Titanfall, the competitive shooter where you play as a fr- uh, parkour man in the military, and if you do enough sick flips, you get to summon a giant robot friend? I don't know. It sounds like an Overwatch ripoff. <laughs> uh, no, I never played it. Yeah. I really want to download good. this cool space game, though. So I'm going to go with Solar Flex. <laughs> All right. Ashley. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Titanfall. Yeah. You've been playing a lot of Titanfall 2 lately. Yes. Yeah. I, I, like, I love that game. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea. Titanfall. All right. Uh, Crystal. Titanfall, the best game in the Titanfall series. All right. Yeah. Titanfall takes it. So... Solar Flux is moving down to number 47. Crystal, how's it do against The Last Guardian? The third game from Team Ico where you're a little boy who's got to use barrels full of treats to get a weird cat monster to act like it loves him. Yeah, I played some of The Last Guardian, and it is a very convincing simulation of an animal. So yeah, I'm going to vote for it. Yeah, that's very true. It's It's pretty impressive. Chelsea. Uh, Solar Flux. Okay. Ashley. Uh, it is my opinion that Team Ico has never made a good game. Solar Flux. <sighs> wow, that's a spicy oh, geez, take. Jeez, Ashley. Listen, Wowzers. Crystal, you can get your takes out here. I, I want to get my takes out here, too. Whoof a okay. I'm Okay, that's fine. <laughs> All right, well, that's two for Solar Flux, one for uh, The Last Guardian, Gary. Give me that Flux. Gary, you are 100% bought into Solar Flux. I'm watching a YouTube video of it, and I'm hypnotized. Yeah. Are they paying uh, you some solar bucks? I hope so. Gary, that means that Solar Flux only has got one last game to go up against. How does it fare against Prey 2017? Oh, I the wanted immersive... to play that, but then I didn't. Which yeah, is also same. what's going to happen with Solar Flux. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I uh, wore to the opening of the planetarium? What's that? My solar tux. Nice. <sighs> Gary, Prey 2017 is the recent immersive sim where you play as a person and there's like some drugs or something. I don't actually know the story, but it's weird and sort of psychological, but also on a space station and there's aliens that look like coffee bugs. I was going to say that's the one where every little object could be a monster, right? Yeah. That's that's super funny. Yeah. Let's give it to that one. Let's go with Prey. All right. That's one for Prey. Ashley. Uh, I played Prey 2017, which is a rarity among <laughs> right. best place games. Uh, and it has, like, one of the best opening hours I've ever played of a video game. And uh. then immediately drops off. <laughs> okay. Uh, when you have to actually fight things. Uh, I, that said, I think that Solar Flux has run out of Solar Lux. Pfft. <laughs> 
and I'm gonna go with Prey because even like that first hour was so incredible. Right. Okay. Chelsea. Uh, Prey. All right. Crystal. Prey. All right. Prey takes it. Uh, in which case, Solar Flux is placed at number forty-seven, directly above the Last Guardian, directly below Prey twenty seventeen. Congratulations, Solar Flux, for getting into the top 50, yeah. considering I'd never heard of you. I'm going to get a Solar Flux tattoo on my Solar Nux. <laughs> <laughs> this has to stop. Yeah, it's a little Solar much. <laughs> that one didn't even work. Yeah, no, it didn't, but I wanted to say it. <laughs> All right. Our second game of the evening is... Uh, I'm going to pronounce the uh, punctuation to make it clear here. Memories off colon after rain hyphen volume one colon orizuru Luke, is this a porno game i don't know yet <laughs> it looks like it might be one the it's a playstation 2 title that features a japanese schoolgirl sort of she's doing like a leg lunge on the cover in front of a rainbow the protagonist of the story is tomoya mikami a third grade high school student when he was in junior high school, he had a girlfriend called Ayaka Hizuki. But after she'd been involved in a car accident and passed away, he lost touch with the world and became more confined. During his hard time, Yue Imasaka, his childhood friend, has helped him shake off the depressive mood and lifted his spirits and made him start thinking positively again. The two of them become real close, and before realizing, they become a couple. This visual novel is first in the three-volume series. About halfway through the game, you get to make a choice which takes the story in a certain direction. <laughs> it offers no more detail than that. <laughs> About halfway through the game, you get to make a choice which takes the story in a certain direction. Wow. That's descriptive. Thanks, Moby Games. <laughs> I will say none of the... Certainly none of the screenshots on Moby Games are uh, explicit. What's... I'm sorry, what's the... Like, I'm trying to find, but I can't... I can't remember all well, of the things you said. Well, that's why it's linked in the Let's Place list in column D, you dummy. I never got the link to the list, Luke. That's bit.ly slash Let's Place, Ashley. There. Golly. I'm going to look it up in the visual novel database and see if that it gives It seems like more. Memories Off is a fairly prolific series, and this one oh, is really? a sequel to Memories Off Second. Oh, I wonder if that's when that tra tragedy happens. Uh, does it look like it's explicit in any way? No, it looks like it's just a good old-fashioned, family-friendly visual novel. Like, that's a weirdly sweet plot for a visual novel. It's like, oh, this boy had a tragedy, oh. and he's very sad, and this girl's gonna help him through it, and then they're gonna love each other. There's some various OVA adaptations. Uh-huh. Huh. Wanna watch those? There's this cat. This is a pretty good cat picture that I now can't this, find. This is, yeah. this is wholesome. I feel like I would spend oh the entire time playing through this waiting for the other foot to drop and there's like right. ghosts yeah, yeah. or yeah. the mafia or something. Yeah, it's a pretty good cat. No, it's just yeah. a, you know. It's just a pleasant story about high school kids oh, dealing with grief. Oh, and you tell me what's wrong with this one. image. Uh-oh. I mean, he's uh, her chosen one. I'm looking very hard, Chelsea. I'm trying to find it. The umbrella's coming right over her head. 
Uh, it kind of is, isn't it? Yeah. It's not, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's on purpose, the... though. <laughs> I think that's just bad art. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, yeah I don't, Maybe I don't she is secretly a ghost. Maybe. Ooh. Maybe it depends on your choices, though. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's the certain direction the story can take. Is she a g g ghost? Uh, uh, well, I guess let's get to placing. Uh, we're going to start at game number 164 this time. Gary, uh, how does Memories Off Volume 1 compare to... Where's 164? It is... Metal arms glitch in the system. Uh, What's that? Platformer game for the GameCube. I don't really. You have a little robot, and you can climb into big robots and control them. Oh, that sounds really fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's go with that one. Voting for that. I don't really like reading. Sure. All right, that's one up for Metal Arms. Uh, Ashley, I have actually played Metal Arms as a kid. Yeah, I remember it's very salacious because there's a robot in it that curses. Oh, damn. But they bleep out the worst curses. Sure. He, he straight up says fuck. Like, it's... Wowzers. For, and, like, for a T-game, that was pretty intense for me. Yeah. What I'm saying is metal arms. All right. Chelsea. I also remember it having some actually pretty well done puzzles and... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gonna throw it to the visual novel. All right. Crystal. Yeah, I mean, I like Ratchet and Clank, and I think Metal Arms looks like a good one of those. But I think I'm going to throw it to the wholesome visual novel. Okay, so that ties it. Um, I feel like it's easy to be very dismissive of visual novels as just a whole genre. And, uh, I don't know, this seems like a decent one of them. Uh, I have seen nothing that makes me hate this game so far. (laughs) So I I think I'm going to go with the visual novel. Because it's got a dumb name and I appreciate that. Not like Metal Arms Glitch in the System. No. That's trying too hard. I like yeah, Memories fair. Off After Rain Volume 1. <laughs> or it's Zuru. That's a real, that's a real Coheed and Cambria style title. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Uh, in which case, Memories Off moves up to number 83... Crystal, how does it compare to uh, Zone of the Enders, the space mecha game produced by Hideo Kojima, where you fly uh, mechanical marvels with very large metal penises, and they fight each other for dominance? And you got a free uh, demo of gonna... Metal Gear Solid 2 with it. I'm going to give it to Memories Off. Okay. Chelsea. Um... Yeah, memory's off. Okay. Ashley. Uh, memory's off. Alright, Gary. I, I'm trying to find pictures of these robots with big penises. One sec. Oh, yeah, I'll find you a picture of Jehudi real quick. I think it got voted down anyway already, but... It did, but, you know. Holy moly. Right? Pretty big <laughs> robo-penis. And they all have that? Uh-huh. Are they different sizes? Uh... Well, I'm trying oh, to remember the other one. Crystal, do you remember the name of like the bad guy mech in those games? I Je- do not. Je- Jehudi. Oh, it's Anubis. It's Anubis. Yeah, I think they're all about the same size. That's wild. Yeah. All right, let's give it to the visual novel. Alrighty. 
That is a pretty massive robocock. <laughs> yep, and that's where the cockpit is. Hey. No, I mean literally. No, I know, but like also, hey, <laughs> I see you, fucking Hideo, Hideo Kojima. Yeah. Man, Hideo Kojima was... I don't know if he knows it, but he likes penises. I will never, ever forget the tweet that Hideo Kojima made where he got like two eggs sunny side up and he was holding the plate up and taking a picture of it and the caption was like, if I... If I like kind of gently shake the plate, it makes them look like bouncing boobs. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I do that with eggs. <laughs> uh, Gary, how does Memories Off compare to Darkened Sky, the action adventure game starring a Is it the Skittles s- one? Yeah, it's the Skittles oh, one. Oh my god, the Skittles one. <laughs> yeah, okay. Here's the Skittles one. Ash- Ashley, how does Memories Off compare to Darkened Sky, the action-adventure game starring the young sorceress who has to use the power of Skittles to save the world? Power of Skittles! <laughs> Chelsea. Let's taste the rainbow. <laughs> Crystal. Yeah, I'm going to vote for Memories Off because I'm trying to be sincere and wholesome and not an okay. irony haha girl. I do love that, uh, depending on the, like, last week we got to Darkened Sky, it wasn't last week, last episode, and our guests were immediately like, why is this game so high? It's a dumb Skittles bullshit. And then this week it's, yeah, this game should be higher, it's dumb Skittles bullshit. It it shouldn't have beat Neopets, because the whole argument about Neopets is that, oh, Neopets sold out, but this is a a whole advert game. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. From the beginning, though, they knew what they were about. Who owns it. I don't think Skittles should be higher. I'm just saying I don't think right. Memories Off should be higher than Skittles. Also, I don't no, know no, why, sure. but uh, Memory Off does have a rating of 12 plus. Suitable oh, for well, ages 12 and older. I mean, there's some there's some challenging themes in it, like yeah, death. It could be because of that. It could be, honestly. Uh, Alright. Crystal, how does Memories Off compare to number 62, West Front Omega, the Amulet of Vega? A text adventure game starring a boy whose cat was shipped off to Siberia who has to go on a quest for some amulet his uncle gave him or some shit. I don't remember. We played it for like two hours and got lost in the library for most of it. Yeah, I'll vote for Memories Off. All right. Chelsea. I will never put Paul down. (laughs) All right. Ashley. All hail, Paul. Uh, Gary. Uh, this text adventure looks awful. Yeah, but Gary, what if I told you that buried deep within it, you can find the Smurf Village? It has very good writing. It's got pretty good writing. I I, I think the writing's very good. Also, it has, um, what, what were they called? Uh, uh, atmospheric oh. commands. Oh, right, where you could just, like, boggle at a puzzle. Or, like, take a bow. Or puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll go with the visual novel. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that ties it. Yeah. Uh, West Front Omega. I, I'm always... I will always stand for West Front. Uh, in which case, Memories Off continues to slip back down the list to number 72. Gary... How does it compare to Nine Princes in Amber, another piece of interactive fiction 
This one, much older. Uh, about some prince that has to, like, traverse the multiverse to do so, like fight against his eight other brothers to claim the throne at the center of the universe. Brothers and sisters. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. This sounds like some Homestuck shit, and I'm in. Alright, sure. That's one for Nine Princes and Amber. Ashley. That sounds like some Dragon Ball Z shit, and I'm not in. That's... Shit! <laughs> Memories off. Alright, Chelsea. Uh, Nine Princes and Amber has like 40 different endings, and I'm kind of into that. That is cool, yeah. Um, yeah. All Amber right, Princes. Nine of right. them. Crystal. Amber. Alright. Nine Princes and Amber takes it. So, Memories Off moves down to number 77. Crystal, how does it compare to Pokemon Go? The mobile game that swept the nation for like a month and then everyone forgot about. Uh, Pokemon Go. Okay. Chelsea. Memories off. Ashley. Um, I think we, Memories Off was able to say more of a interest. <laughs> <laughs> Gary. Uh, let's go with Memories Off. All right, Memories Off takes it and scoots back up to number seventy-four. Uh, Gary, uh, how does Memories? I was yeah. gonna say very quickly about Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go. Yeah. The most interesting thing that happened while playing that was. I heard someone from a Barnes and Noble go, the Moes have sided with uh, the Jimmy Johns across the street. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, Gary, how does Memories Off compare to number 74, Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare, a revolutionary first-person shooter that change the very structure of the multiplayer atmosphere environment in the video game space. You say that. Yeah. Is All that these... really true? I mean, it introduced level-ups in multiplayer games. Was that the one that introduced that? Uh, it's certainly the one that popularized it, at the very least. It is the kind what of the codifier for the modern FPS. God, yeah. that game is 10 years old. Yep. yep. I just have to hear about all these games so much from my brother, who just oh, does not yeah. take any cues that I don't care when he's <laughs> telling me about them. Uh-huh. So it's, like, negative on my list all right, to start sure. off with, where mm. Memories Off is kind of the neutral ground. So I'm going to go fair. with Memories Off. All right. Ashley. Uh, I do think that... Uh... Call of Duty Modern Warfare, you know, changed changed the game, if you will. Uh-huh. Uh, but also, it I think it also kind of ruined the game. Yep. Uh, I that argument's been made before. Yeah, I, I think you could see how that leads into like loot boxes and shit. You sure can. So I'm gonna go with memories off. All right, let's do for memories off, Chelsea. Off memories. Crystal. I don't think it's fair to lay loot boxes at the feet of Call of Duty for Modern Warfare. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's been brewing since arcade games were designed to pump quarters out of kids. I don't know if that's true. There was kind of a big gap in the middle there. Uh, but, I mean, like, even before they started charging money for it, games have been designed to prey on uh, people susceptible to addiction. Right. And Call of Duty 4 was a pioneer in that space. 
Okay, that's fair enough. But I'm yeah. still voting for it. All right. Yeah, you're allowed. Listen, it's a it's a good video game that a lot of people like very much. Oh yeah, no, like the the I really like the single player of that game. Uh, but Memories Off beats it, uh, which means that it has just one last game to go up against. Crystal, how does Memories Off uh, compare to Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone? Uh, an adventure action game where you play as the boy what lived as he goes through his magical first year at Hogwarts School for Witchcraft and Wizardry. Luke, you pronounced several words uh, incorrectly there. I know, it's a quirky, fun thing I do that lets you know I'm a wacky guy. No, that's just how uh, J.K. Rowling pronounces those words in Harry Potter. She just yeah. announced it. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Man, if instead of all this, like, retroactive representation, she was just coming up and being like, I don't know why everyone calls it wizardry. It's wizardry. <laughs> I'd be more School's okay with that. called Hogwarts. <laughs> you ever think about that? Yeah, Hog- it is just... Mm. Hogwarts. But didn't you see her yeah. announcement today? The hog is silent. It's just warts. <laughs> <laughs> That's, like, Hogwarts is definitely the thing where it's, like, if I were just to see that in, like, a like a run-of-the-mill, you know, young adult book, Yeah, it's like, yeah, that's okay. But, like, after Harry Potter's become, like, such a huge picture of, like, cult- the culture... It's weird right. to see. Yeah, yeah. Do you think anyway. Tracer's a witch? Yeah, that's why she can uh, fucking teleport. It's flu powder. Okay. Wait, but then what is the is is the like flux capacitor on her chest just like a misdirect? It's a decoy. Yeah, mm. it, it, it's where okay. she keeps I... the flu powder. I see. What the fuck is flu powder? They would throw it in the fire, and then that would be like they'd be able to teleport to different places using that. Come on, Luke. I mean, I don't but doesn't know the, much about the presence powder. of technology make magic not work, or is it the other way around? No, it's just that wizards are jackasses that think that technology is worthless and magic is cool. They, they there's a special okay. spell over Hogwarts that keeps uh, all magical, like non magical pieces of technology from not working. I'd love to know how Do they that have turlets. Luke, I have the um, answer for you. Magic. Okay, yeah, go. That's how it works. <laughs> Do they have refrigerators? They don't have refrigerators. That we or they see. just salt everything. There's definitely a paragraph where J.K. Rowling says that up until like the 1900s, wizards were just shitting their pants and then just magicking <laughs> the shit away. Yeah, yes. that is canon. Yes, that is canon. Yes, that is canon. <laughs> They they do have toilets in Hogwarts though because there's that one ghost girl that died on the toilet. But that was like a recent trapped in the thing. bathroom forever. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're like I guess we... we'll have toilets. People yeah. like keep on going Wizards like, hey, just... why are we shitting ourselves? I vote for memories off. <laughs> also, dying yeah, yeah. I mean, but there's a certain freedom way. to just shitting yourself. Yeah. To just not. Like the... Well, it's yeah. like a baby. Do you think that all wizards are adult babies? Yeah. Do you think J.K. Rowling's <laughs> an adult baby? <laughs> I don't think she died on the toilet. It was just in the bathroom. Was it? Okay. Yeah, she got bit, she no, got... I, I think J.K. Rowling wears diapers. Yeah? You think she's she's into diaper play? <laughs> she reminds me, like, yeah, no, uh, yeah, she got bit by that big snake, right? The basilisk? <laughs> I thought you were going to say that J.K. Rowling got bit by a were-baby. 
like that idea way more. What would that be a heavy-handed <laughs> metaphor for? <laughs> just every night of the full moon. Not every, yeah, on the nights of the full moon, she just turns into a baby. <laughs> That's... <laughs> Someone go check when all of her tweets are. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> You'll notice the grammar gets uh, appreciably worse once a month. Why did she just tweet Goo Goo Gaga? That's weird. <laughs> Goo Goo Gaga said tweet. <laughs> Crystal, how are you voting? Uh, Harold Potter. Alright. Chelsea. Uh, memory's off. Okay. Uh, Ashley. Memory's off. Okay, Gary. I actually played this Harry Potter game, and it was great. I'm going with that one. Yeah? Yeah. I'm tying it. Lots of good puzzles and nonsense. Yeah, I think I played it, too. I remember thinking it was okay. But, man. See, I'm really... I am 100% here for the backlash to Harry Potter that's happening these days. Because I was never a big Harry Potter guy. And now it's like... Like, I didn't have any moral reasons for disliking them. They just weren't for me. But now everyone's, like, criticizing them. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, they are bad. Right. Yeah. See? <laughs> I wasn't a weird kid. You were all weird kids for liking it. Yeah. Can I tell a Harry Potter so, story? Yeah, sure. When I was 11, I got a letter mm-hmm. from Hogwarts that uh, four paragraphs okay. in turned out to be from the local museum that was hosting what? a children's <laughs> science night. <laughs> and I think that's the most disappointed I've ever been in my life. <laughs> that's some bullshit. Like, hey, you like magic? Come to our science event. They were like, they were like doing science experiments that were like making like a vinegar and baking soda powered bottle rocket. It was like, look, it's magic. And I'm like, that's, that's not, not like- magic. Look, kid, this is the real magic. But your heart is spoiled You wouldn't be so tough without Crab and Goyle Malfoy wouldn't be so cool if I wasn't around I'm his enemy at school, he really wants to get me down Draco Malfoy, what's your problem? All your friends think you're rad Cause you treat me so bad Draco Malfoy, what's your problem? All your friends think you're rad All right, we're we're back. A bunch of technical problems, and no one knows how to clap. Uh, <laughs> we don't have to clap, just not in at the same time. Yeah, not at the same right. time. Yeah, that was gonna be great because I started talking before everyone was done clapping. <laughs> because that's how long you took. <laughs> not great reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, great reaction we were all time. listening to uh, Harry and the Potters. <laughs> yeah. During that short break, all of a sudden, this turned into Wizard Rock discussion, which, wow. We're just, yeah, we're moving on. I love the Christmas album. (laughs) By who? It was like, it was a bunch of people. Oh, okay. Well, our next game is going to shift gears from a different uh, films franchise from Harry Potter to the Blair Witch Project, because we're talking about Blair Witch Volume 1, Rustin Parr. 
Uh, this game what's, is... What's Rustin Parr? I think... I don't know. We'll find out in a moment, hopefully. Uh, it's the first of three games based on Blair Witch folklore. Takes its name from a character mentioned only briefly in the movie. Parr was arrested for the ritualistic murders of seven children in 1941. You play as Elspeth Doc Holliday, an agent for a secret government agency called Spook House. <laughs> She's dispatched to Burkittsville, Maryland, weeks after Parr's execution, to see if there's any truth to the claims of supernatural forces at work here. By day, Elspeth will talk to the locals, attempting to befriend them and get any useful information about the inv investigation out of them. At night, she'll travel through the expansive woods surrounding Burkittsville, dispatching a never-ending swarm of monsters as she searches for more clues as to the source of the aberrations. As an agent of Spook House, Elspeth has access to a wide range of advanced weaponry that ghosts and monsters are vulnerable to, but often it's better to run than fight. So this sounds like American Deadly Premonition. This sounds a lot yeah. like American Deadly Premonition. Yeah, no, I've actually heard, like, somewhat good things about this game. Wait, seriously? Yeah. Is this basically what Alan Wake is? I don't... Maybe? Crystal, what were you going to say? I wasn't aware that there was, like, a deep Blair Witch mythology. I don't think there, there is. There kind of isn't. Just it's just kind of this. It's, it's just those two movies. There's technically three. Wait, what's the third one? Well, Blair there was Witch the remix that they just made. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know they remade it. it it's a t it it's second... kind of a remake and kind of like a yeah. sequel. Isn't the I, second I movie Blair like the, the first movie is a movie within the fiction of the movie? Is it? I and don't they remember. go to the, the story, movie, but... the forest where the previous movie right. was shot? Yes. It's And it's like not a documentary like the first one is it's just a traditional horror movie it's yeah it's such a weird decision on every front uh i do i'm sorry that we need to go back to this topic but we need to go back to this topic i just remembered that i went to a house show of the whomping willows <laughs> god i mean uh, i got i have no place to criticize i like the band the proto men a lot and that's no better. That's the same fucking shit. From what I remember, that guy at least like went on to like then make just like a just a general folk album that I thought was pretty okay. Alright, sure. Wait, I just looked up Blair Witch 2 and one of the one of the subheadings is awards and nominations. What did it get nominated for? Best Witch. Uh probably like a Razzie. Uh uh, let's see. It was nominated, uh, by the Golden Trailer Awards for Most Original Teaser Trailer. Oh, uh, okay. Nominated for S Soundtrack Composer of the Year by the World Soundtrack Awards. And then, yeah, uh, Golden Raspberries, it, uh, was nominated for a bunch of shit. One Worst Remake or Sequel. And then the Stinkers Bad Movie Awards. Oh, jeez. Yeah. And it won two separate categories. Worst remake or sequel, and the remake or sequel nobody was clamoring for. <laughs> Doesn't seem like you need those as two separate categories, but okay. There was that sci-fi fake documentary that explained the fake legend of the Blair Witch. Yeah. yeah. Ugh. Well, I'm... But yeah, Ashley, you're saying you heard of this game? 
Oh, uh, yeah, I think Patrick Klepek streamed it once. Oh, really? Okay. It looked, like, interesting, at least. Yeah, this... It's, uh... It definitely looks like an older game. Um, the yeah. graphics aren't amazing. It's, like, sort of... Probably close to contemporary with the first movie. Uh... Hmm. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I, I just found something. Yeah, because I just found a few things. These screenshots of Moby Games are uh, making me question whether this is a good game. <laughs> I mean, it came out of 2000. Where you, what do you want? <laughs> uh, I found uh, this screenshot, which is for the listener. And it's, it's uh, this is not loading, bro. I found a screenshot of a, like what appears to be a, a stripper on a, d- oh, a yeah. diner counter. Yeah. Yep. It's uh, it's something. The uh, how do you think the ceiling is in there? The uh, caption of Moby Games for this screenshot is: Cafe owner Gretchen is possessed by the spirit of Coyote Ugly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I think we have all we need. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we are starting at game number 163. Crystal, how does Blair Witch Volume 1 compare to Rocket Robot on Wheels, a 3D platformer uh, by, I think, was it Ubisoft? Kind of in the same spirit as Banjo-Kazooie for the N64. I'm going to vote for Blair Witch. Okay. Uh, Chelsea. Um, I'm sorry, what's this up against? It's up against Rocket, Robot on Wheels. Rocket. Okay, that's one for each. Ashley. Uh, hmm. I, I, I also think I, I've, I think I've played Rocket, Robot on Wheels. Yeah? Uh, I don't think I had a lot of fun with it. <laughs> okay. I think I'm gonna go with Blair Witch. Alright, that's two for Blair Witch. Gary. I'm gonna go with the platformer. Okay. Rocket robot on mm. wheels. That ties this looks it. Charming. Yeah. Huh. I I want this Blair Witch game to be a good game. I really do. And I I might vote for it based on blind hope. Yeah yeah, I'm gonna vote for it based on blind hope. I'm voting Blair Witch. Uh so Blair Witch moves up to number eighty one. Uh, Gary, how does it compare to, let's see, Destiny, the 2014 multiplayer online shooter where you collect helium on the moon until you can do the raid finally? Uh, I'd rather play the janky Blair Witch game. Okay. Ashley. Uh, I think also Blinky, uh, I, janky Blair Witch game. Okay. Blanky Witch game. (laughs) Blanky Jair Witch game. Chelsea. Destiny? Alright. Crystal. Blair Witch. Alright, that's three for Blair Witch. Uh, So it's continuing to climb to number 39. Uh, Crystal, how does it compare to Final Fantasy X-2, the sequel to Final Fantasy X that isn't Final Fantasy XI? Blair Witch. Alright, Chelsea. I'm really sorry, I'm... That's okay. They keep trying to do research. No, What's it up against? It's up against Final Fantasy X-2. It's the, the Final Fantasy where you oh. have the dress spheres. Blair Witch. Okay. Ashley. Uh, Final Fantasy X-2 was the first Final Fantasy game I played. 
and yeah. I thought I immediately went to my friend and like, why the shit are you telling me to play Final Fantasy? <laughs> this is garbage. Man. I feel like if I came to Ashley Minor and said, if you didn't know about Final Fantasy X-2 and said, do you want to play this RPG about an idol group that does costume changes to get special moves, you would be like, hell yes. Uh, one, you know, as a very kind of, as a different person, you know. Sure, of course, of course. I'm yeah. talking about today. Today. But also, I just learned after playing a bunch of Final Fantasy games, I don't like Final Fantasy. So sure, that may fair. be more the... Right. So is that a vote for Blair Witch? That's a vote for Blair Witch. Gary. Well, I literally made my podcasting debut uh-huh. on Let's Place right. standing for Final Fantasy X-2. Wasn't that just because you wanted so, to get it to the 10-second slot? Yeah. Yeah, do you want to Absolutely. get it to number 12? <laughs> yeah. No, I wanted it to 10-2, which is yeah. 11. Uh-huh. Anyway. Oh, I, so I'll ah, go with that one. I still hate that so much. <laughs> anyway, is yeah. Is it 10-2-8? Yeah. Blair Witch moves up. It's the sequel to 10. To number 19, which is frankly alarmingly high. <laughs> Gary, how does Blair Witch Volume 1 rust in par compared to Metal Gear Solid 2 Sons of Liberty? <laughs> the Metal Gear Solid game about how, I don't know, fucking computers are evil or some shit. I'm tired of explaining it. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't keep up with that one, so I'm going to go with our good old-fashioned Blair Witch. <laughs> All right. Ashley? We need to stop this. <laughs> Alright. We're being haunted by our own Blair Witch right now. Chelsea. Did I hear Metal Gear? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's two for Metal Gear. Uh, Crystal. Blair Witch. You tied it. Uh, I mean, no. <laughs> Can it go all the way? It can't. It cannot. It's stopping here. <laughs> Uh, really, no matter what Crystal voted on that one, it was going to go to Mel Gear. Cause... Right. Yeah, I mean, come on. Uh, so Blair Witch Falls to number 29. Mm, another one I like. <laughs> <laughs> Crystal, how does Blair Witch compare to Puyo Puyo Tetris, the competitive puzzle game that is an incredibly perfect fusion between Tetris and Puyo Puyo? Yeah, I don't really like Peanut puzzles, so I'm going to vote for Blair Witch. Oh. Well, all right. Chelsea. Poyo Poyo. All right. Ashley. Poyo Poyo. Gary. Tetris. Yeah. All right. Blair Witch continues to drop back down, thankfully. <laughs> Gary, how's it compared to Pokemon Yellow version? You know, it's Pokemon. What do you want from me? I like Pokemon. All right. Ashley. This is the only Pokemon game I've ever played. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, I liked you- it. Alright. Uh, Chelsea. Pokemon? Okay. Crystal. Blair Witch. Alright, yep. Uh, Blair Witch continues to drop to number 36. Uh, Crystal, how does it compare to Wii Sports? Wii Sports. Chelsea. Uh, Blair Witch. Ashley. Wii. Gary. Wii Sports. Alright, Wii Sports takes it. Uh, yeah, this is, a, this is a tough run of games it's running into all of a sudden. It got very high. How does... Oh. 
Gary, how does it compare to Clone Manager Spoilmir Das Lied von Kott, a competitive bathroom management simulator? Like you said, just a real tough string of games. Real heavy yeah. hitters. This game's uh -huh. real good. This game seems kind of awesome. Depending on the quality, cleanliness, and price of your toilets, you will get more or less visitors at the end of each round. Right. Also, and you can go toilets... lemonade stand, but for shitting. Well, but here's the thing. Also, you, can go and... haunted by you can go and sabotage other players' bathrooms. Oh, are you serious? Fuck. Yes. That rules. Each player can launch a sabotage attack on the lot of the enemy to increase his repair costs or send the health office down to check if the lots are clean. Some of the captions on these screenshots are really good. I'm, I like, thankfully, all lavatories pass the inspection. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I like the idea of sabotaging other people's public washrooms. All right, yeah. So let's go with that one. Okay, Ashley. Yeah, I'm going to go with the bathroom game. All right, Chelsea. Sorry. Uh, it's Blair Witch versus Clo Manager. Oh, right. Um... Clo manager. Okay. Crystal. Clo manager. Alright. Uh, that means that Blair Witch is up against uh, just one last game. Another witch. Ooh. Crystal, how does Blair Witch do against Bayonetta? Uh, the game where you play as a sexy kung fu witch that summons dragons out of her hair. I'm gonna vote for Blair Witch. Okay. Chelsea. Bayonetta. Ashley. I like sexy witches more than Blair witches, so Bayonetta. <laughs> uh, Gary. Bayonetta's really good. Yeah, you're you were kind of the, a big Bayonetta evangelist to me when no one else... Like, when that game first came out, a lot of people were like, ugh, it's so, like, ugh. It just Devil May Cry, but with tits. And you were like, no, listen, you need to play it. <laughs> Was I right? You absolutely were right. Uh, with that, Blair Witch 1, R Volume 1, Rustin Parr, can Rustin Parses at number 39. <laughs> Fuck off. There it is. You absolute piece of shit. There <laughs> it is. Directly above Final Fantasy X-2, directly below Bayonetta. <sighs> I think that's a good place for it. I, I think it's maybe slightly too good of a place for it, but hey... The science checks out. When I... I was talking about this on Twitter the other day. You look at the top ten of this list right now. It kind of looks like an actual ten best games of all time list. Like, maybe with a slight bias towards more recent games, but... That's not a crazy list to have, other than Run Man's Monster Fracas. <laughs> you always gotta throw that curveball. Like, it's getting to a place where if, if that is that close to being right... I'm no longer willing to question any other part of the list. Uh, we've got a fourth game tonight, and it's Biathlon 2006. Go for gold. Chelsea, you just posted uh, a song by the Whomping Willows into our Skype chat. Yes, I did. I'm glad that you're glad that you found something <laughs> fun to do. Harry Potter is strong culture. <laughs> I'm listening to this I'm like yeah I totally get why like you know 15 year old me fucking loved this shit sure yeah yeah <laughs> no one will blame you fighting death eaters your own way is the lyric on the thumbnail I can't find any footage of Biathlon 2006 but I can of 2008 
Huh. Well, I guess the, we'll just have to assume they're similar. This was developed by Geronimo Entertainment and published by Ubisoft. Uh, it's the fifth part of the Biathlon series. Like its predecessors, it allows you to play the Biathlon on your PC. Wowzers. That's such a good description. <laughs> I wish that was the whole thing. But biathlon consists of two elements, cross-country skiing and rifle shooting on the on a shooting range. The game features a unique mixture of racing and shooting. If you waste too much energy during the race, the shooting parts will become more difficult. Game modes include arcade, career, time attack, and hot seat. Disciplines include sprint, hunting, relay, and mass start. There are ten different tracks to race on. Players can create their own avatar and fine-tune the various stats, such as stamina, heart rate, and concentration. Uh, I found a clip that seemed pretty good from the uh, thumbnail, and then I clicked on it, and I'm going to need all of you to do that. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is uh, uh, some sort of Let's Play of this game done by uh, a, a... I believe it's Russian-speaking, the... the Menu text is all in Cyrillic. Um, but their gimmick seems to be making it sound like their voice is on helium. Yeah. Great. <laughs> I don't think this game looks very good. Mm, let's, let's the take... cross-country skiing looks like it just has one animation for yeah. pushing. I'm surprised this is an Ubisoft game. It seems like a very limited game. Yeah. Oh, uh, and that was uh, the one Crystal posted. I also posted another video that also has a bit of a surprise. Okay. I I don't know what to do with this, Ashley. It's just... The guy's just shooting his computer screen. Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on, what, what timestamp do I need to jump to to see this? It no, does, he's, no, not, he's like not, not shooting it with a gun. The screen. He's shooting it with a camera. Oh. Oh, I thought you meant he was just shooting his TV. No, Luke, that would've, I would have been like, stop the entire podcast. Epic. <laughs> we need to just focus on this for the next life. Yeah. Yeah, this game uh, looks bad. <laughs> it kind of does. I will say, you know, we're just coming off of the Winter Olympics. I like the biathlon as an event. I like the idea of, oh, just how good can you... Like, it, it's not just, you know, target shooting. You gotta get to the targets. I don't know. I like that for some reason. There's something about it. But, it's uh... It's the heart rate thing, for sure. Yeah. It's like, if you go too fast, you're gonna be shaky. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. But you gotta I wish go that was part of SSX. Fast. Oh, you, like, there's just a biathlon mode in SSX? Yeah, like, you yeah. get to the bottom, and then you, it's a shooter. Yeah. You know, you know how golf store, you can just, like, pull out your golf club anywhere? Right, yeah. What if, like, any shooting game, you could pull out a rifle and any... Or you could pull out skis, and any yeah. skiing game, you could pull out a rifle. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, but, but I want them to do, like, trick shots like they do in SSX Tricky. Right. Where it's like you're, like, spinning it around your, like, neck and just, like, randomly put a shot off that instantly like, goes, like, perfectly through the target. Yeah. All right, well, yeah, this game looks maybe not the best, but let's talk about some other sports first. Uh, Gary, how does Biathlon 2006 compare to uh, number 163, International Superstar Soccer Deluxe, a Super Nintendo soccer game 
most notable for the fact that it had a big modding community in Brazil where people would make custom hacks of the game to include their local teams. I think I'd rather do the biathlon thing. All right. <laughs> uh, that's one for biathlon. Ashley. Uh, I'm going to go with international superstar soccer. Okay. Chelsea. International Superstar Soccer Deluxe. Crystal. Soccer. Yeah, I'm also voting soccer. Uh, so soccer wins and Biathlon moves down to number 245. Crystal, how does Biathlon 2006 compare to Shadow the Hedgehog? The Sonic the Hedgehog video game where you play as his dark and moody rival as he shoots and drives his way through the hellscape of a world he lives in to fight his evil alien dad question mark yeah the notable thing about shadow the hedgehog to me is the branching story there's lots of different versions of the levels and lots of different endings so i'm gonna vote for shadow the hedgehog okay chelsea sorry you're fine <laughs> i i really need to get off my youtube you probably need really to stop need to looking at wizard YouTube. rock videos right now oh it's not wizard rock anymore it's a related video it was in the related videos okay yeah i'm gonna say you need to not fall down a wizard rock related youtube hole while we're recording it has nothing to do with wizard rock though that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just a unicorn alpaca on a rainbow looks like oh, it's pink fluffy oh, unicorn dancing on a rainbow I, oh i just think remember that when that was a big meme in the pony community <laughs> we can't talk okay. about pony community okay i'm closing right this tab and yes. what are we voting for we are voting on shadow the hedgehog versus biathlon 2006 uh, Sonic. Okay. Uh, that's two for Shadow. Ashley. There's all, like, the, you say that Shadow the Hedgehog is, like, a, it's the hellhole that he lives in, but, like, I feel like every Sonic game is kind of a hellhole, like. Yeah, but this one's all, like, shot up and burning. Like, yeah, but there's always that level in Sonic games where it's like, oh, shit, everything's fucked. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that was really the case before this. Maybe I guess. Uh, I guess it was like oil ocean on the Genesis. Yeah, but uh, I remember when a friend told me about Sonic the uh, Shadow of the Hedgehog, and showed me like the picture of Shadow holding a gun. Yeah. And then the next day, I was like, I must have dreamed that because that wouldn't happen. <laughs> yeah. And then I spent the next like two years of my life just thinking that was a dream. Yeah. And then I saw, like, Shadow the Hedgehog at the local Blockbuster, and I was like, I had, like, an actual, like, oh, no, like, am I asleep? Am I awake? Like, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Shadow. All right, that's three for Shadow. Gary? I'm just kind of zoning out watching the skiing. It's kind of <laughs> relaxing. Yeah? It's reminding me of when I was looking at the Solar Flex videos. So All right, nice. That one. Okay. Um... Gary, how does Biathlon compare to Four Story? What the fuck was this? <laughs> four Story. You don't know what Four Story is? Do you? No. Okay. Uh, four Story is a fantasy MMORPG taking place on the fictional continent of Iveria, divided between three warring kingdoms. I'm quickly learning why I didn't remember this. <laughs> the game offers three playable races. These races are humans, fairies, and werebeasts. If you decided your character's race, you need to choose one of six classes. Isn't there only three? Yeah. But then there's... Yeah, there's three races and six classes. It's... Uh... Oh, okay. Okay. Is the fairy well. race also, like, weirdly young? 
Uh, I'm trying to see if I can find a picture of the fairies. Um, no, not really. They're more like very beautiful sort of fairy queen types. Okay. I, I was wondering if it was one of those MMOs. Right. It's not Terra. Yeah, Gary, how does that compare to Biathlon? Uh, give me the Biathlon. I gotta stay true to my Canadian roots. Sure. Ashley. Um... I don't really. I, I really don't like MMOs. Right. Uh, I think we're gonna go with biathlon. Okay, Chelsea. Biathlon. All right, and Crystal. Four story. Okay. Uh, biathlon wins and scoots back up to number two sixty five. Crystal, how does Yay. it compare to? Oh, hey, Chelsea, you've been waiting for us to get back to this game. Crystal, oh? how does this compare to general knowledge for dummies? Oh, hey. Now, Chelsea, I have been describing this game as a, essentially a children's encyclopedia for the Nintendo DS, but you've discovered that's not the case, right? No, it's a trivia game. Yeah. It's a game about, like, general trivia. Yeah. All right. Sure. <laughs> There's not much for to dummies. say about it, honestly. Yeah, for dummies. Yeah, with the four dummies branding. Yeah. Like I said, there's not much to say about it. It's just a trivia game, right. but it's not an encyclopedia. Yeah, it's it's it was kind of interesting. It had a few different like game types, mm-hmm. uh, like different ways you could answer the questions. It was neat. Okay. I might have screenshots. I would be able. I would direct you to like the Moby Game page that I made for this game, but Moby yeah. Games wouldn't let me make a page for this. You tried to create an entry on MobyGames.com for this game, and they rejected it. Because I, I guess I didn't have like enough, like credentials of like proving this was a real game. That or like you didn't have enough like clout as a Moby Games user yet, or something. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Crystal, how does that compare to Biathlon 2006? I will vote for general knowledge for dummies. Okay. Chelsea. Uh, yeah, general knowledge for dummies. Okay. Ashley. I like learning things, and I'm also a dumbass, so general knowledge All for right. dummies. <laughs> Great. Gary. I was just thinking the same thing. Give <laughs> Gary, me that knowledge. Gary, you are a doctor. You're not allowed to call yourself a dumbass anymore. It's too alarming. Have you ever heard of <laughs> imposter syndrome? Oh, well, I haven't because I'm not a doctor like you. <laughs> uh, Gary, how does how does uh, biathlon? Gary, can I ask you? Can I ask you a question? The physiological, a physiological question. Sure. Is pee stored in the balls? If you believe <laughs> and you apply yourself, you can do anything. It doesn't really answer the question. Okay. <laughs> I distinctly, honestly believed that when I was eight, and it concerns me that that person isn't. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> Gary, how does Biathlon 2006 compare to The Wild West? This is a game for the TRS-80 computer, where you play as Jesse James in an old shack, and it's kind of like an omnidirectional Space Invaders, where lawmen come to shoot you up real bad and you can use the walls and roof of the shack to guard against their shots and i'm bored already oh my god this is minimalist oh yeah 
They hadn't invented colors yet. When did this come out? 1982. 1982. Yeah. Dang. That's pretty impressive that they managed to make a video game when, like, computers were just, like, two calculators yelling at each other. I believe this <laughs> game has been... Been I believe this game has been likened to the like hunting mini game in uh, Oregon Trail. Yeah, kinda. I'm from Canada, so we had cross country Canada instead, where uh-huh. you were a trucker. Oh wow. Yeah, which also should get added to the list. Okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> I I don't know. This is kind of charming that they made yeah. a game when like all you have is like two sticks and you rub them together and make a game. Let's go with this this garbage. All right, sure, Ashley. I thought for a bit that you said that you played old, uh, Jesse James in an old shack, like Shaquille <laughs> O'Neal, the basketball player. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, that sounds great. <laughs> uh, and I'm disappointed, but I still think I'm gonna go with that. All right, Chelsea. Uh, I like that mini game in Oregon Trail, so I'm gonna vote for this. Okay. Crystal. The Wild West. All right. Wild West takes it, and Biathlon moves down to number 280. Crystal, how does it compare to Jessica Mysterious Journey? This is a uh, an adventure game that me and Ashley placed live at the Dallas airport. All right. You sure did. Oh, God. What do you mean, when? How do you not remember? To be well, what I do remember now, and to be fair, I was kind of out of it. Wait, so did you place that at the gate? Yes. So Ashley had to go through security? No, I went through security to meet her. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Again, uh, like I'll I said at the Jessica. time, I'm 90% sure I didn't break any laws. <laughs> we did break some rules of, like, just general, like... Etiquette. Etiquette, yeah. yeah. People did not Just, like us. You can definitely hear us get notably quieter when there was a throat clearing on the recording. Oh. Was. Anyway, yeah, Chelsea. Oh, uh. Oh, um. Wait, Luke, how do yeah, they let you through security if you don't have a boarding pass? Don't worry about it. <laughs> well, okay, that makes it sound worse. You did have a boarding pass. <laughs> I listen. You just didn't get I'm on a plane. I'm percent sure I didn't break any laws, so we can talk about it when I'm not being recorded. <laughs> Chelsea, how do you vote? I said Jessica. Oh, sorry, I didn't hear you, Ashley. I'm voting for Jessica because it reminds me of All my right. crimes. Yeah, you did nothing wrong. You don't. Gary. You don't know that. <laughs> I literally forgot what we're comparing it to. Are we still on the biathlon? Game? We're still on biathlon. Yeah. I'm going to go with Biathlon game. All right. This looks bad. Yeah, I'm w- I'm with you, Gary. I mean, Biathlon doesn't look great either, but yeah. But Jessica takes it, and Biathlon moves down to number 283. Uh, Gary, how does it compare to Gods and Heroes Rome Rising, a defunct MMORPG set in a mythological ancient Rome? That sounds sick. Okay. Could you be like one of the gods or did you have to be like peasant surf number 8072 I, I, I think you could be like demigod number 8072 I don't think you'd be like you know Hera 
That's how many players no, they had, no, by the yeah. way, was 872. That was... Yeah. That's why it's fun. I mean, they got that, shut down, so... That seems generous, honestly. Uh, but how do you vote, Gary? Uh, give me Rome Battles. Okay, that's one for Rome. Ashley? Uh, I don't like MMOs, but I love Roman and Greek mythology, so gonna go with that. Rome Battles. Okay. Chelsea? Uh, Rome Rising. Alright. Crystal? The liberation of Roma has begun. Is that, a, is that an Assassin's Creed 2 line? That's an Assassin's Creed Brotherhood line? Oh, Brotherhood. Ex- oh, right, because that's the one where you're in Rome. Yeah. Yeah, that's the good one. Yeah, that was alright. I like the multiplayer. Crystal, how does Biathlon 2006 compare to Halloween for the Atari 2600? It's, uh, it's a game based on the Halloween film. And, um... I don't know what you want from me. It's on the Atari. <laughs> they tried. Halloween. All right, Chelsea. Uh, biathlon. All right, Ashley. I'm probably going to go with biathlon. In fact, I am going with. All right, Gary. This looks like it's like adventure for the Atari, except with jack-o'-lanterns on the borders. I, you're being hunted by screen. Mike Michael Myers. You good pal Mike Myers. <laughs> yep, just doing those Shrek voices at you the whole time. Doggy! Can he do some Austin Powers, too? Yep, mm-hmm. But he does, like, he does Austin Power lines in the Shrek voice and vice versa. Do Oni- I- oh, that's oh. that's a bit too spooky. Ogres are like onions, baby! Yeah! Do I make you right, Man, I love those movies. <laughs> they should make another one. Another Austin Powers? They should. They need to come back and resolve the cliffhanger from the third one. We well, feel like we just talked we about just this talked somewhere. just talked about this until you <laughs> I mean, they're, are, they're the best, the greatest story ever told. Yeah. I don't know about that, but yeah. Uh, yeah. How this are you looks bad, and I'd rather biathlon. Yeah. I'm also going to vote biathlon, and biathlon takes it. We did it. Yep. Biathlon 2006 Go for Gold is placed at number 284. Uh, directly above Halloween, directly below, I think, Jessica? Is that right? Yes. I gotta look. Yeah. Directly below Jessica Mysterious Wait, what? Journey. What? What? Oh, no, I'm sorry. Directly below Gothnir's Rome Rising. My bad. Halloween and Jessica are not next to each other. I was scrolling up the list to copy the link, and I didn't. I was trying to do it from memory. Pink fluffy unicorns dancing on rainbows. Pink fluffy unicorns dancing on rainbows. With that, we've placed four more games, and we've lost and a bit of ourselves. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm a little less happy to live on this planet after this episode. Go team. <sighs> Alright, our top ten is untouched, uh, but let's run through it real quick. At number ten, Run Man's Monster Fracas. At number nine, Thief the Dark Project, also known as Thief Gold. At number eight, Pokemon Crystal Version. At number seven, Super Mario Galaxy 2. Number six, Near Automata. Number five, Resident Evil 4. Number four, Elite Beat Agents. Number three, Mother 3. Number two, The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask. 
And number one, still the best game of all time to our knowledge, Undertale. True. Meanwhile, our bottom ten has changed. Number 327, the worst game of all time, Vitamin X, we are super supermint boys. Medal of Honor Warfighter. Number 326, Time Dominator, otherwise known as Socket. I always forget why Warfighter is so low that I forgot that it made actual war crimes. It, it, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Number 325, Swedish Erotica Bachelor Party. Someone possibly could have died because Medal of Honor Warfighter got made. Uh, number 324, who did I date last night? Yeah, I saw that one too. Fuck me. <laughs> number... I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Number 323, Elsa Dentist Surgery Simulator. Number 322, Kaze no Oka Koen Nite. And number 321, Las Vegas Tycoon. <sighs> Crystal, where can people find you online? Uh, you can find me at Arcane Crystal on Twitter. You can find me on the Book of Medora podcast on audioentropy.com. Yeah, go listen to that. It's a great show. Uh, Chelsea, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nitspecibus. Alright. Ashley? Hi. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, where can we find you online? You can find me online at Yuri Librarian with an underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. Yep. Uh, and can... <laughs> it's hard to really care at this yeah, point. Yeah, for a lot of reasons. Uh, and you can find my Patreon at patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Yeah, go give Ashley some money. Gary, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, not really. I'm on Twitter at coolgary.net. And you make some funny tweets sometimes. I also have a bot account that I haven't made a bot for at coolgarybotnet, which Great. I feel like is a funny name. And that's all it I It is got. a funny name. Alrighty. Uh, as for me, you can find me on Twitter at SSJSpeedRacer. You can find me on uh, audioentropy.com. Where I do some shows, I don't know, head on over to AudioEntropy.com, take a look around, listen to all the cool podcasts like Cosmic Call, Transmission Radio, other ones. And if you think we do a good job, go hit that motherfucking donut button up at the top and give us some money to buy donuts with. We need donuts after this. Yeah. We need donuts yeah, so bad we, after we this. We will be using this, that money know. this month to buy donuts and not to host the website. <laughs> I'll, I'll yell it, or, yeah. Uh, uh, Crystal, give us a sign-off to get out of here. Um, you know, yeah. Uh, Chelsea? If you can believe it, you can achieve it. Ashley? I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> Gary? I want to definitively state for the record that pee is stored in the balls. I'm gonna go lay down. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Have a nice night. Goodbye. Bye. 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 I thought I told you not to, but you have.